Welcome to City on a Hill Gaming, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. We hope you enjoy our episode. Welcome to First Geek 411. I'm one of your hosts, Cameron Franklin, and with me as always, my best man, Chris Nicolay. Oh, hey! Other <laughs> oh, hi, we're, we're other people. I may just use that as the intro now. <laughs> just to confuse people. Alright, welcome back to City on the Hill Gaming. I'm your Game Master, Ryan. It is time for a podcast about Magic the Gathering. No. No. Christ quote. No. Nerd culture? Maybe. It's time for all those things. Because we have special guests again joining me this week from First Geek 411. We have Chris and Cameron. Hello and good luck. Well, hello. Good luck. Have fries. All right. Gentlemen, thank you for joining us. And from the Nerd of Godcast, we have Stephen and F. Better known hey, as Greg. How you doing? Hello. You can call him Greg. <laughs> Most ambitious crossover of all time. You're pretty all close. Wanna... All right. So we're back for some more of that good old fashioned family friendly fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons. Thanks to uh, these four gentlemen for joining us. We're gonna we're gonna roll some dice and, and probably hit hit a thing or two. As I as I explained to you guys, we'll explain a little bit to the listeners because they've they've heard one thing played in in this sort of miniature world before. Uh, we did a a real short thing with Jenny's character, Sean. Uh, but so this is kind of this miniaturized world. It's its own plane, but exists in the same plane. Our main story does sort of by accident. They've kind of meshed and this miniaturized plane exists entirely in like three and a half floors of one tower so you kind of have you know all your natural landmarks like your mountains and your hills and your rivers and then gigantic bookshelves and you know maybe the occasional cat that's you know the same size as an adult dragon or something it's probably fine you'll be okay so the four of your characters have been gathered together by one of the tribes and uh, a gentleman steps forward. What I need from the four of you, two days journey from here, a new creature has appeared, we assume from outside the tower. It's probably very common there. Probably not dangerous at all. But it's like, I don't know, 15 or 20 feet tall and covered in spikes. So we need rid of it, if possible. It poses quite a danger to the tribe in that area. We'd like the four of you to, to group together. I know you're from different tribes. It's okay. We need the four of you to band together and, and investigate for us. If, if you're willing, of course. Alright. I'm always up for a battle. Said so it's a two-day journey? Give or take, yes. Will we be outfitted to handle that kind of journey? Sure. Yes, we can provide you with uh, the necessary resources for that kind of travel. Absolutely. I assume uh, some kind of beast of burden and possibly horses. Provisions, etc. Absolutely, yes. Uh, I will get one of my uh, squires to uh, attend to that momentarily. Not a problem. Uh, and he pulls out a map, kind of sticks his dagger into it and sticks it into the wall. He points where you guys are now. Into the... Probably like the northwest. Probably it looks it looks like it'd be about a day or two's journey. He marks a, a spot, and you see that the terrain changes. You guys are in kind of a, a foresty area with a, a large river that runs through it. Um, this is more hilly and, and mountain based and it's near one of the giant bookshelves. Okay. Uh, and, and some tribes have taken up to living in the bookshelves. They've built their cities in the bookshelves. This one is built into the side of a planter. Hmm. Different things for different, different parts of the tower. It's, it's very much similar to the world you're used to, 
just with some new added unnecessarily large things in the background. So, uh, he, uh, he, yes, give me 30 minutes. Um, feel free to explore the village if you wish, and uh, we'll, we'll have your supplies ready. And, and thank you, gentlemen. Uh, and, and lady, lady. it's, it's a, uh, yes, and lady, it's greatly appreciated. Uh, oh, and uh, of course you will be, <laughs> that's interesting, uh, of course you will be uh, com compensated for your work. That is good to hear. What is compensated? Um, hmm. Well, good gold. Probably gold. Gold or good gold? I only want good gold. I'll make sure it's good gold. Okay. We we can make that happen. Uh, so do you guys want to explore the town any, or do you just want to wait for him to show up with your supplies? Uh, so we're like, are we in the middle of the like the town, kind of like town square? Yeah, like the town square is kind of to the the west of where you are. You're kind of outside of like a big manor house. Gotcha. Mm. But there are I don't different. Have anything specific I need? So there are different merchants in the area. There's a a tavern because there's always a tavern because there's supposed to be a tavern. There's probably not a tavern, but there can be. It's fine. Where else are we supposed to get information? It, that's true. <laughs> it's a. Uh... Oh wait, what's the card called? Edgewall Innkeeper. It's called the Edgewall Inn. Because I'm just going to directly rip from other wizards' properties. If you guys want to explore any, if you want to dig for information about this giant quilled beast, or if you just want to hang out, that's also fine. I'm 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 okay with doing whatever everyone else would like to do. I'm going to go kind of like walk around to the plants in the area and use my druid craft cantrip and kind of just make like leaves blossom and stuff like that. Okay, uh, and you... After you do this for a couple of minutes, you begin to notice that people have noticed and people come and just kind of start admiring your work, looking over the different plants and kind of like, oh, well, that's, oh, it's nice to see something different. A little extra life here. Thank you, ma'am. That's, that's greatly appreciated. You're welcome. I take off and just fly around town looking for shiny things that people have dropped. Okay. Um, so <laughs> investigation check. Okay. We'll see what shiny awaits you. Oh, that's good. No bonus, uh, but still an 18. So 19. Oh, okay. Okay, plus one. Excellent. Okay, so you find three coins, uh, two earrings that don't match each other, um, and a hatchet. Mm. And the hatchet is laying on top of uh, like a little tower, like a guard tower, but on the roof of the tower, not in the tower for some reason. Nice. And the earrings Sweet. were like 45 feet apart and don't match each other at all. But that's okay, because they're shiny. Yep. One has a small gem in it, a little green gem. Uh, after about 20, 30 minutes, uh, a, a squire walks up to you. Uh, you are the four that are sitting out after the creature. Good. Uh, I, I have your supplies. And he, he points behind him. There's four horses. Um, and Chris, you're free to take a horse if you want. If not, that's okay. What's the movement speed on a horse? I'm going to say it's either... I'm, I'm going to say it's either 40 or 50 offhand. Yeah, I don't need a horse. You don't. We need can a bring horse. it just in case. I mean, if nothing else, it makes an extra pack animal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I'll just carry my hatchet horse. <laughs> yes. That's all that's on the horse. It's just the hatchet tied down. <laughs> just the one hatchet I've had. Like in, in the saddle, just hanging out. It's not even tied down. It's just there. Put okay. one of the earrings on one of its ears. <laughs> uh, so he provides you with with four horses plus a uh, a pack mule, and you guys have a, a large cart. It's got you know 
probably a week's worth of food, uh, camping supplies, stuff like that. Uh, do you request any specific supplies? If they have spare potions or anything like that. Yeah, there's uh, there's three potions of healing. Oh, I guess there's four. There's four potions of healing, <laughs> and a bag of twenty thousand caltrops for no reason. I'm the sure. The best kind of caltrops. Yes, the nonsense ones that'll totally not come back to bite me for giving them to you. <laughs> it's never been a problem. Okay, so uh, if you guys want, you can go ahead and start writing off. Someone make me a. I think actually Neff would be good at this, either survival or perception check. Or uh, I think I have actually, a plus five to survival. I was going to say that would actually probably be Lucille's category hey, as well. I have a plus four. Okay. Anyone who would like to make a roll, roll away. Ten for Lucille. All right. Neff's going to make a survival check. Looks here. My perception's. <laughs> that's a that's a five. <laughs> it's a five on one. Okay, so we're not going we're not going to let Neff, him. Neff got a fifteen for his survival check. Okay. Okay. We can work with that. <laughs> I did it! Yay, Neff! Yay, Neff! I fly off a little too far away, and I'm like, oh, wait, what? Oh, oh, you're over there. Okay, my bad. <laughs> Oops. Okay, so Neff, uh, Gregalor valiantly leads you south for uh, the rest of the day uh, until you find a, an appropriate spot to camp. Follow me, boys. Tally ho! Uh, and you see sort of the normal wildlife you'd expect. There, are, you know, some variations of deer, rabbits. Um, you see fish in the river as you walk past, and then you see the larger things that kind of don't make sense in your world. Like I said, the bookshelves, there's a, you know, probably two or three days journey, but it's big enough that you can see it. There's a chair, just a wooden chair. It's really not even climbable because chairs don't have, you know, that much surface area until you get to that one part. That was total nonsense. That's perfect. Okay. So you guys keep making your way south. North? Some direction. You said northwest. Northwest, there we go. The appropriate direction, yes, northwest. I deviated. I always say south something. That's, that was my mistake. So you guys head northwest for a while. Uh, make me perception checks. Er, er, buddy. After you've traveled for, for most of the day and you've gotten to the point where you're going to camp. Alrighty. Nest per, perception check is nine. Yay. Okay. And my perception check... It's 10. Oh, come on! <laughs> okay, so I'm going to also need an 11 to round the group out. I rolled a 12. I have a 21. That's like an 11 with and extra. Some, yeah, that's an 11 with extra. Perfect. Okay, we'll take that. Yeah. All right, so with your 21, uh, you notice you're being followed. Oh. You see three or four soldiers on horseback following you at a, what they assumed was a good enough distance. You know, theoretically. Uh, they wear the same armor as the gentleman who hired you for this job. Okay. They're probably... 100, 150 yards behind you. I'm gonna... You said they are wearing the same armor of the gentleman who hired us? Yes. Okay. Never mind, I'm not gonna do what I was gonna do then. <laughs> uh, his, oh, and I, and I should have said this earlier. His, uh, his name is uh, Lord Grint. Lord Grant. Yeah, he's sort of one of the local tribal leaders uh, in that area, and they are wearing the gotcha. same crest he he typically wears. It's kind of a it's like a green fox on a yellow background. Gotcha. Can we for insight, like on who those people are. Would would we recognize any of these people? You saw two of them in town before you left. Okay, and you said they're 150 yards away. Yeah, give or take. Are they riding them? menacingly? 
No, they're writing. They thought sneakily. They thought uh, sneakily. They thought uh, sneakily. They were wrong, but uh, you know, give or take. I've been there before. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll a uh, stealth roll real quick. I'm gonna try to kind of sneak off behind just to get a better view of them. Okay. And I roll a name, so I, I, I probably did not do very well on that. You, you attempt to hide behind a tree. But as you are somewhat dragon-based, you are larger than said tree. Yeah. Um, so you stick out on the sides. It's mostly the okay. shoulders. When, and, and the why tail. Don't, why don't I try to do it? All right, Neff is going to roll for stealth to do the same All right, let's, thing. let's see if Gregalor is any sneakier. I am. Gregalor. He got a 10. Oh, no! A... Okay, so... I crack up a little bit watching this. Yeah. As you should. <laughs> Lucille finds it's very I, funny as well. As much as you've noticed them try to be sneaky, they've now noticed you try to be sneaky. Oh. Um, and there's that sort of awkward recollection of, we're following you. You're not supposed to know we're following you. You know we're following you. Hi. One of them very awkwardly Hi. waves. <laughs> hey. I awkwardly wave back. Hi. I fly up and just like dive toward them and then come back up. They briefly take up defensive positions <laughs> and then put their uh, swords down when you swoop back into the air. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. We're good. Yeah. Bird monk. <laughs> Bird monk. Uh, one of them rides closer. They all kind of scoot up and he comes. Um, well, yeah, yes. Um, as it seems, we are now fully aware of each other. Hi, how are you? Much better when we weren't being followed. Yes, um, so to be honest, that was Lord Grint's suggestion. He, we're sort of like your backup, I suppose. We're really not sure of the strength of this creature, and we're basically here in case things get out of hand. Can we, how, like, do we, how do we know you're from Lord Grint? Yeah, can we like perception check or something to? Uh, you can make an ins. You can make okay. So you can pay, make perception check to examine the crest they're wearing, or you can make an insight check to see if you believe him. All right, I'm gonna roll. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna roll make an insight, insight as well. Check. Either one is fine. All right, I or, got or a investigation. Natural, natural twenty. Natural twenty from insight. Steven. Okay. I have 24. a modified twenty. I have a twenty-four. Okay. Good job, boys. I'm not even gonna try. You guys did great. <laughs> everybody got it covered. Okay. Uh, you guys actually. So that was all. That was all insight from everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you do believe them. Um. I'm gonna use a natural twenty for that. <laughs> Fair enough. Um. You know. You think he's being honest with you? You think he's purely here to make sure you complete your mission? Make sure you you awesome. do the job. And and follow through. He basically just comes across as the. He genuinely believes he's here just to back you up. Alrighty. Just that you know, what you read on his on his face, kind of from his expression, the way he explains himself, he basically, you guys weren't supposed to know you were being followed, because they wanted to see what you were capable of. Gotcha. Oh, gotcha. With that, without the backup. Gotcha. You guys, none of you guys have worked for Lord Grint before, uh, so he he's more or less just. He has an issue he needs taken care of. He just wants to see if he can trust you in the future. Sort of what it boils down to, I suppose. I ask him if they have any, like, a notebook and uh, writing utensil. Uh, one of the, the one in the back, um, sort of a, a much younger looking knight. Uh, I mean, yes. 
Why? Hey guys, being... we got we got record keepers. Woo! Are we being tested on something? <laughs> Am I supposed to take? Okay, I can take notes. No, That's just fine. Turn them and say, just take notes because we won't need you. <laughs> <laughs> he he, you you see him kind of scribble and he kind of mutters, "Ericocra is kind of hurtful." <laughs> <laughs> okay, got it. Uh, and the, the the one who seems to be in charge, um, we'll keep our distance. You carry on. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, so you guys finish out your ride for the rest of the day. You make camp. You can take watches if you want to. Um, I would recommend taking watches. You are in the woods at this point. You're probably six or eight hours from any city. Can village. we make them take the watches? <laughs> yeah. No. Hey, we're you guys sleep. be you exhausted. Guys watch. They, they, <laughs> fe- they fe- <laughs> We don't want to be too tired. Uh, no, they fell further back. Yeah. Uh, you oh, do see smoke great. from a campfire from them. Some distance okay. away. Well, you know what? I'll take watch. Yeah, you only need a short rest anyway. Yeah. Ooh, elf. Hashtag elf abilities. Um, and I can start a fire for us with druidcraft. Okay. So. Or I can breathe onto a fire. Uh, you actually, I don't think you started. breathe. Wait, you breathe. What do you breathe? I think I breathe fire. Let me go. Oh, it check. is fire. Okay. Because you're brass. Dragonborn. You're a brass dragonborn. Yeah. I couldn't remember which one that was. Okay. Ooh, go. It better not smell like your breath. Oh, hurtful. Dragon is also hurtful. That's going to be my next like nonsense post on the blog, is just this guy's notes. <laughs> and it's all, enter character's name is kind of hurtful. Actually, hold on. I'm actually write this down. This doesn't sound terrible. It's going to be kind of funny. Um, okay, so you guys wake up the next morning. Uh, watches pass uneventfully. And you make Greg, Greg Alor. Greg, Greg did an excellent job. And uh, so you guys are welcome to proceed on your way if you wish. That sounds all. good. Unless there's anything you need to do in the morning. I'll put out the fire. Yeah, you should. Absolutely. Just, uh... oh. We don't want to burn the forest down. That's yeah. true. Okay, so you guys. Now, when there's like 30 foot tall books. Ugh. That'd be terrible. Oh, God, the library. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, so you guys continue on uh, for several more hours into the day, and you get to a point where the the path you're on, the land you're on, kind of starts to narrow some, and you're now surrounded on two sides by water. And as you keep going, you kind of come to an edge where you're now surrounded on three sides by water, and to keep going the direction you need to, you need to cross probably like a 20-foot fjord. Uh, so across the... You see a place that looks reasonable to cross. Um, Chris can obviously just kind of... Oh, look, I'm on the other side. Crisscross. Ha ha, there it is. I just land on the other side. And I've made land. my stance on puns well known. You have. You have made your stance on puns. I'm familiar with your stance on puns. It's similar to is mine. Chris, is Chris uh, strong enough to carry... Uh, probably not me, but he's, is he strong enough to carry any of us? Uh, are you? I'm pretty small. Like, uh, Eric Rose are about five feet. So that's probably. And you're probably mostly Dex, aren't you? Yep. I have okay. um, eight in my strength. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm not strong that's, at all. <laughs> that's half of my strength. Yes. I'm going to throw everybody across the, the yes. water. Who needs bridges? Goldbrander. Okay. Wait, Steven, say the name. Goldbrander. Goldbrander. Okay. Yeah. You got to put a little something on that. I like that. Okay. Across the river. Uh, from you, I say river. It's pretty. It's pretty narrow. You can. You guys are pretty confident. You can cross this without much. Like I'm not even gonna make you like make swim checks or anything. 
Uh, across the river, you see a group of creatures that you recognize sort of the race. Uh, they are Atheran. It's sort of your plane's version of elves. Uh, but okay. instead of like what you typically think of sort of like a green or grayish elf, they're typically like a light gray in color. Hmm. Uh, so you see two of them standing near the river, sort of at the edge of, of a different set of trees. Uh, they don't, right. they have weapons, but they don't particularly look menacing, I suppose. Threatening. We'll go with threatening. I'm going to roll a quick history check just to see if I would know anything about this race. Okay, go for it. Uh, I got a 19. Excellent. Uh, yes, you you know a fair amount about the Atheran. They're relatively common, uh, particularly in the parts of the tower you've been in and, and just in your different travels. Uh, you know, as as you've grown, um, they're mostly peaceful. Uh, they are wary, okay, in in general, but they're mostly peaceful. They um, have not handled the transition to sort of their pl- part of the plane being inside this tower. They're one of the tribes who's handled it the worst in terms of sort of adjusting to the new surroundings. They haven't. Gotcha. They've they've very much struggled. Like you can grow crops, even though the ground is basically stone. There are still places you can grow crops. There are still things you can do. They've struggled, just sort of broadly as a tribe. They've struggled to adapt gotcha. to the new surroundings. Uh, the one of them sort of steps forward. What brings you to this part of the tower? I suppose plain. We are seeking the spiky enemy near the bookcase. Huh. Interesting. We call it Aquila Dig. <laughs> you are welcome to go look for it if you wish, but uh, I would not recommend it. Can I do a, uh, a, a, a what is it? Um, a history? Is that a history check? Uh, Aquila Dig. Yeah, what's your modifier? Do history or do nature? Uh, your, nature. Nature? What's your modifier? Plus two. Plus two? All right, Gregalore rolls a three. Solid. <laughs> he actually rolled a one. Never heard of so, it. You've never, never heard of a Quilla dig before. Quilla what? Quilla, hmm, not familiar. It sounds <laughs> lovely. All right, I'll, I'll do a history check on the okay. same and, thing. And Chris, Cameron, I got you guys a four. Are, are welcome. Perfect. All right, solid. So, I haven't heard of it either. I, I think Six for Lucille. Okay, Chris, oh, show wow. me anything in double digits. Okay. And for what? Nature, you said? Uh, nature or history. They're both plus one, so. Okay. <laughs> Either one, then. Whichever makes more sense for Zotics. Eleven. I okay. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> Ex- exactly. <laughs> perfect. Okay. I, I, did say, I did say not single digits. You're good. Um, you know everything about them. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> you have heard tales of the creature. It's been probably one week since you looked at me. Oh no. Sorry. I'm sorry. That's on. Okay. Uh it's probably been a couple of weeks since it first appeared in the area. Uh they're not native to your plane at all. They are supposed to be large, like large so you guys are medium size. As as you know, traditional as D D characters. It is considered probably large size when it's small. Can get a little bigger, and it is typically green and covered in large spikes. 
Is it fast? Fairly. Was it recently redesigned? Debatable. Okay. <laughs> but to note, this one is not a bluish color. It's more of a greenish color. Okay. Just checking. Fair. I mean, to be fair, that trailer releasing is the reason I came up with this bad guy. So, <laughs> it's not a non-zero factor. <laughs> it does look... I didn't watch the trailer, but the picture I saw it does look better. And spiky. And I am excited for the Super Smash Brothers uh, cinematic universe. So that's going to be good. <laughs> it's one of the best things I've seen on Twitter in weeks. It was a, it was a full three-phase layout of movies for the Smash Brothers cinematic universe. That's totally not going to happen, but it would be awesome if it did. Then you just have the big hand as like the 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 oh, Thanos. It's, it's the Thanos because it can still <laughs> it can still snap because it's a hand. It has its own similar, similar but legally distinct <laughs> of powerful gems. Smash, Smash Bros. I'm having Smash Bros. and Legend of Zelda flashbacks. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> and I'm still going to spam terrible characters and never be good at that game. Okay. Uh, okay, so uh, so yes, that is what you know of the Quilladig, and also that's how it's spelled. It's in chat in the bottom corner. Um, uh, I ask the... Uh, elf guy i can't remember the name of the race anymore um and he knows um uh, the uh, the f-tieran if he knows uh the whereabouts how like how far away it is i would say maybe four to six hours from here you're not far we saw it a couple of days ago digging around um lucille will ask for like safe passage through their land Given your, given your mission, that's fine, Druid. Okay. Uh, so you guys, do you guys go ahead and cross the river? Sure. Okay. I'm a, I'm yeah. a, I'm I just... want to land in this tree over here for... Oh, this one down here? It's like staring at him. Okay. I'd like, to, I'd like to gargle the water while I'm on my way over. Okay, absolutely. It's it's very fresh water. Mm, and I spit it out right back into the river. Into the water. It'll probably be fine. <laughs> He's so, inhabited everything. Years of pollution. Can't start that yet. Okay, so you you imagine, <laughs> and when you think about, so this would be a river for you, but when you think about it in the broader scheme of like how big the room is, this is like a, a trickling puddle. Gotcha. But then for some reason does flow. So it, it has some kind of continuing cycle source, but it would just be like you spilled a glass of water on the floor. Mm. That's that's the continually cycling source cycling source in my head. Now there's just an ever dribbling glass of water sitting somewhere on the plane. I just Ooh. picture a leaky sink right now. That actually would be better. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason he has plumbing. The the mage who owns the tower has plumbing for some reason. You gotta do what you gotta do. I mean mage things, you know. It's all about convenience. He is an inventor of some sort, so I guess that's not that surprising. Uh okay, so you guys travel for a couple more hours. You do see some Atheran pop up as, as you go, but they seem to know that you're coming. They don't. They don't seem that surprised. Uh, and you do notice behind you. Uh, I'll, I'll say, we'll say uh, Zodix, uh, Chris. You notice the the four soldiers are following you, uh, and they are dripping water. <laughs> uh, their horses don't look happy. It it looks like a struggle. Have you, wait. Okay. Has anyone played Minecraft? Briefly. Okay. This preference is probably not going to... 
if you have a horse in Minecraft, horses in Minecraft can't cross water, basically at all. They just go full panic and just don't make it. Um, and that's you think that's similar to what happened here. They are not happy looking creatures. In the distance, the guy, the guy in the back is just making notes. Water was was not fair. Water a mistake. <laughs> water seemed kind of rude. Um, yeah. <laughs> how far back are they from us? Probably about two hundred feet. Two two hundred yards. Excuse me. I slow down a little bit till they get caught up, and then I land and just like flap my wings at them. Help grandma. <laughs> oh, okay. They look confused and vaguely threatened originally. They're like, "What is? Oh, uh, thank you, thank you." When you're kind of doing it with like the monk punching speed, so it's like, "Oh, oh, oh, this is kind of nice. Thank you." The horses seem much happier, and their hair is like super on point now. On point. It's like a, it's like a blow dryer effect. Blowing in the wind. Yes, it's like Fabio. Ooh. Fabio horses. Nice. Yes. Yes, that hair always blows in the wind, yo. Alright, so as you guys keep traveling, you see in the distance, you're getting closer to one of the the giant bookshelves. Um, That's kind of back. You guys see that back here at the top? Oh, I see it. Yeah. Yeah, Yes, yeah. As you kind of keep following the river, keep going that direction. In the distance, you guys see it's getting a little darker and getting a little more towards night. And you see three creatures kind of step out of the trees in front of you. This would this would be something that would be much smaller than what you're looking for. Uh, and you recognize actually let me whoop, uh, creatures that that are common on your plane. You've seen them before. They're called Grintel wolves. They don't look happy. They are highly territorial are they, creatures. Are they disgruntled wolves? Ha <laughs> ha! That was an accident. I dig it. <laughs> Most of the puns that happen on our podcast happen by my accident, so that seems reasonable. How many crimes have they committed? What are the crimes of Grindel? Cameron, are you doing okay? <laughs> Just, I'm I'm struggling over here. This is this is like the worst place for Cameron. Yeah, my blood pressure is going up. This so is, like... uh, the man does not appreciate a good pun. There are no good oh, puns, so... which is okay because I don't either half the time. That's like seventy five percent of our comedy. Yeah. Comedy's a puns. stretch. We've got oh, that. Hey now. <laughs> What is that? I was making a pun. <laughs> <laughs> it was covered by the puns. Okay. Uh, so they they see they seem to have been like headed towards you directly, been following you. Ooh. You think you think the the way they're moving towards you, um, you done been trespassing. You you are all up in their their space. So they're coming with a brisk pace. Yes, sir. They are very territorial creatures, and very aggressive creatures. Who can't are, at all reach they, Chris's character? Um, are they and are they animalistic or are they any kind of like sentient at all? No, like, no, no. There, there is. Um, I mean, like a normal animal level of intelligence. Okay. These okay. are large, like similar to like a dire wolf. Gotcha. Uh, go ahead, and gentlemen, if you will, bring those dice out and hit me with that initiative. Oh, here we go. All right, Stephen rolls a six. Okay, solid. Number? I believe in you. Three. And then Neff rolls a 19. 19, baby. Here we go. 17 for Lucille. Okay. So, and Chris, what did you have? 14. What shall Gregalore do first? Well, how far, how far away are they? Uh, okay, so each of these squares is five feet. Yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead and 
and sling that thing. Your that minimum longbow. your minimum range is 150 feet. Yeah, that's like so definitely in. that's like 30 definitely squares. Range. You're good. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and uh, take one out and point it at the uh, one of the closer ones, one of the ones that are okay. Uh, you want to do the okay. one on the left? That works. Sure. Let's go for the one on the left. Well, you better hit him if your thing is plus seven. Nineteen. Woo! Yeah, I, that'll be enough. Okay, so it's a one d eight plus three. Yep. All right, roll so that his, damage. Let's go. Papa gets a new pair of shoes. Is made out of wool. Ten. Okay. Oh, Excellent shot, Greg. Thank you. I practiced a lot. I'm, uh, <laughs> I can tell. All right. Uh, <laughs> and now that wolf is not happy with you, but you're oh. also too far away, so. Yeah. That seems unfortunate. Uh, let me see. How... <laughs> seems okay. Wait, but you know who's not too far away? Steven. Yay! <laughs> okay, Hi. let's see uh, if he can take a big old. He's so fast. How did he get? It's a wolf, man. Cross forty feet. No, my AC is my AC is eighteen. So you better do AC, okay, it's eighteen. Excellent. That is good yeah. to know. I'm gonna have to roll pretty not that good. That's a <laughs> that's a seven. So that seems like a no. That feels like a no. It feels like it makes it Cameron's turn. Y'all see Lucille kind of start channeling and 10 feet away from the wolves in the back, this fire spirity elemental thing that we've established is named Tiberius. Yes. Um, spawns. Um, it's kind of like a flying wolf. Like it's not like really like a solid shape, okay. um, but it, it's kind of wolfy. And then the wolves in the back need to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, joy. That seems probably fine. I'm sure that'll be okay. I don't know if you guys can hear, but my dog is barking in the background, giving me a little atmosphere. <laughs> it's like a nice wolf sound. That's pretty That's pretty actual. And we don't do a lot of foley art here, but I mean, I'm never mad at that. Uh, so we got a 20 and an 18. Okay, so they both succeed. Okay. Um, and then I will use my bonus action okay. um, and tell Tiberius to to protect um, the paladin. Okay. And what he'll do is make flame seed, which is going to be a ranged attack against it. Okay. Roll away, 14. sir. 18. You say 14? 18. 14 hits. And then it's going to take 2d6 plus four or 1d6 oh. so it'll take four damage uh, okay number two or number three sorry one second. it'll take six damage sorry math is hard yeah, um okay. the one in front of um Gulbradar. oh oh okay the one back here yeah it has a, it has a 30 foot range so oh good night okay uh, you said six damage yes okay six damage taken and now it is zodic's turn and while you're looking around, I should actually probably have you guys each uh, introduce your characters because I didn't do that earlier. Um, Cameron, tell me about your character. So I'm playing Lucille. Um, she's a human druid with the um, circle of the wildfire. Um, and so that gives her this ability to summon this fiery spirit thing that she has. And, um, super cool new unearthed arcana. Yeah. Um, and... Lucille is really into the idea of balance, the okay. idea that through fire comes cleansing. Um, and so sometimes like something needs to be burned down. So to go back, grow back better than it was the first time. 
And so that idea, not necessarily of justice balance, but of like life, almost like a circular motion in life. Okay, sure. Something kind of like that. I dig it. Um, Steven, tell me about Goldbrunder. He is a dragonborn paladin, and uh, he is a relatively like normal, everyday kind of dragonborn paladin. It's a weird combination, uh, but he likes to be different. He doesn't like to really go with the flow of, that, that everybody else likes to go. So he's kind of like a lone wolf, and uh, but he also uh, prefers the company of other people. So. It's kind of like a like not the normal like. I'm a dragonborn barbarian. Exactly. Sure. He has, a, he has a, a strong moral co- code that he'll stick to. Okay. Um, he does not like it when people like to be not that. Fair enough. Chris, tell me of Zotix. Zotix is, he's kind of a wanderer. Um, he came to his monastery um, when he was injured um, out uh, and couldn't fly around, made good friends with a tabaxi um, that gifted him his prized possession, which is the yikla that he carries, um, which is his primary weapon. Um, but for the most part, he also really doesn't understand possession at the same time. Um, that's why he's like, okay, that's mine. Or he just oh, okay, sure, up. sure, sure, yeah. Um, at times, if it... Oh, it looks a shiny thing. Right, yeah, exactly. Okay, sure. Um, very bird-like in that sense, um, but he's, he can be pretty arrogant at times, but that's from surviving the wilds on his own and just traveling. Makes sense. What is this weapon again? The Yikla. It's like a spear. Neff, tell me a tale of Gregalor. Gregalor. Well, Gregalor, is he was abandoned as a baby, and he was found by his mother, Muriel, and her husband, Used to Spanish. And they live in the middle of nowhere. And he grew up there. But creepy stuff happens in the middle of nowhere. And it's up to Gregor to save his new home. Okay, so so what is this from? Oh. <laughs> okay. I knew the name sounded familiar. Oh, he's also a wood elf ranger, so that's cool too. There's that, yeah. <laughs> Courage the cowardly dog. Oh my oh, gosh. <laughs> Good night. Uh, what you guys didn't see is he triumphantly stood up as you told that story. As you should. Came around the room. <laughs> as you should. I had forgotten about that cartoon. Okay. Chris, it was your turn? Yeah, I think yeah, so. I, just, I never had you guys introduce your characters. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes, Chris, carry on, Seth. All right. I think I'm just going to fly up like 15 feet and then dash down. 15 feet to like right here. Oops. Okay. Diving in with my, my yikla. Okay. In front of me. And just Take that swing, sir. Yeah. That is a 24. Yes. <laughs> that'll, that'll do. My man. D8. Oh. <laughs> that is 10 more than you needed. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. The one thing and that's that by me. Seven. I can't hit now. Seven damage? Yep. Okay. Excellent. Good night. All right. Uh, wolf number two and number three are very confused about what's happening now. All of a sudden, this is a lot of aggression. You guys seem kind of rude. They've gotten <laughs> that impression from some people they've talked to recently. Um, the wolf in the back is taking notes about it. Yes, he is. <laughs> he's like scratching in the ground. He's like, All the note takers. Yes, everyone. All right, so he will step up, 
And okay, um, does uh, Cameron does the fire spirit have an armor class and stuff? Yes. Okay. Ten. Misses. Okay. And then the second one has advantage because they're hanging out together. How about a twenty-one? That hits. Okay. Uh, your fire spirit takes seven damage. Okay. And that is all the wolves. Steven, it is Golgrunther's hey. turn. Nice. So I'm going to take my battle axe. Okay. And I am going to attack the one that's right in front of me. Hit a thing. I want to hit a thing. And I get a 19. Hey. That is nice. plenty. So it takes 1d8 plus 5 damage. So it takes 9 damage. Okay. That is no longer a wolf. Nice. Bye, wolf. Boom, Neff. Me. I harvest the beats. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, the one that's... Which one attacked Tiberius successfully? Uh, Number three. I'm going to go for number three. He needs to he needs to pay for what he's done. Unleash that arrow, sir. And Gregor rolls a 14. 14. That is enough. All right. All right. So it's a D plus plus three. Three. And it takes seven damage. Okay. Excellent. Uh, that wolf's uh, Cameron. Okay, so Lucille will start sending some magic through her arm and will send a firebolt at that same wolf. Oh, okay. Which is going to be a 16 to hit. Uh, that'll work. Then that wolf will take... Eight points of damage. Okay. And then um, I'll use my bonus action to um, tell Tiberius to attack that wolf as well. Okay. Roll away. And, and that's going to be a 14 to hit. Yes. Max damage, which is 10. Oh, sweet mercy. Okay. That is a lot. Um, Chris. I'm going to fly right at him. Okay. But I'm not going to make any attack rolls. I'm just going to try to scare him off. Okay. Um, Do you want to make a check, or do you just want to kind of swoop in? If yeah. you want to do, like, an wanna... intimidate check or something. Yeah, I'll do an intimidation check. Okay. Um, I'm going to fly, like, right at him, just making, like, an eagle screech. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Dig it. Roll away. 16. I was going to say, by my experience, ooh is never a good sound for me to hear. <laughs> uh, okay. Noted for... Actually, it's their turn now. Uh, so the... There's sort of two, and they're both next to to the to, to Tiberius. There we go. Uh, one of them actually just scampers off. Uh, are you actually within five feet of it, Chris? Yeah. Okay. If you want to take an attack of opportunity, or if Tiberius can... Uh, can he use your reactions, Cameron? I do not believe so. Okay. Uh, so, Chris, if you want to take an attack of opportunity, go for it. If not, he will scamper away. I'm going to let him scamper. Okay. He scampers off back into the woods behind the bookshelf. And I'll, I'll just react and be like, <laughs> There we go. That was the one I wanted. Uh, the other one will try and bite you for being all scary and stuff. <laughs> okay. Eleven. Misses. Yeah, kind of figured that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, your turn. Oh, finally. We're making it through, boys. We're uh, doing good. All righty. Um, so, 
I'm going to use my javelin now because that's the only ranged thing I have. Okay. Um, so I have a range of 30 feet. You would actually... You would end up right here. That still puts you close enough to hit it. Okay. Well, now I'll just use that. So I'll need to change. So I'll just use my battle axe then. So it's plus 5, d20. And I roll a 17. That nice. definitely hits. And he takes 10 damage. Good nice. night. Okay. Uh, Neff. See, see, is the wolf still alive? There's still one left. So I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and shoot him with my longbow. Okay. And that is a nine. Oh no! That's, that's a no. <laughs> no, my arrow bounces off my arm. What are you doing, man? It skips. Yeah. It skips off of Stephen's shoulder and hits a tree. Cameron, it will be Lucille and Tiberius' turn. Okay, so Lucille will do the same thing. She's gonna channel fire and firebolt. Okay. Yeah. For. 17. That'll do. And that's 10 points of damage. Okay. Nice. You guys consistently hit that 10 mark. I like that. Tiberius. I'll use my other action to have Tiberius, or my bonus action to have Tiberius attack. Okay. Absolutely. Which is a six. No. So I don't think that hits. No, that's a no. Uh, okay. Chris. I'm going to back out a little bit, and I'm just going <clears> to <throat> throw my Yikla. Okay. Throw away. Natural one. Oh, perfect. It skips off into the woods. <laughs> like a stone, which doesn't make sense. Your prized <laughs> possession. So... It's still visible. Oh, okay. It's just a distance away. <laughs> my gaze is completely fixed on that for the end of my turn. <laughs> ready to go after it. Right uh, the one wolf will take another bite at Steven. That's a 12. That's, that doesn't do anything. That's two thirds of what I needed. Yeah. Perfect. Stephen. Alright, so I'm gonna again use my battle axe. So I'm just gonna go ahead and roll and in my mind he has clenched himself to like my arm. Okay, uh, sure. Absolutely. So he didn't he didn't like do any damage, but he's like holding on. Yeah. And yeah. I roll a twenty five. Yeah, oh, yes, absolutely. Um so that's <laughs> D eight plus uh I think it's also plus five. Yes, it is. So, so that's 10. So roll again, because natural 20 means you do double the damage. All right, so I'll just roll that twice. That is uh, 18 damage. Okay. Um, the wolf drops. Yeah, you guys have <coughs> dealt with a challenge. A challenge. Yes. Good job, boys. Uh, so the four soldiers roll up behind you, and the one with the notebook's like, we're here to hell. Okay. <laughs> Cool. You got it. Perfect. Records. Just in time. No, no Three wolves. <laughs> so gotcha. I will druid craft just like some snow, like puffing up, kind of like fireworks. Okay. Like, like not intimidating, but just like, congrats, you're late. Perfect. I like it. <laughs> like the little, what's the Legend of Zelda sound? I'm pretty sure that's all fantasy, but okay. <laughs> that's there. the one there we go dig it okay yeah they're like oh it's snow wait what <laughs> oh i know i just did the uh worst thing ever oh yeah <laughs> i'm just at one of the wolves seeing what i can salvage like meat wise yeah. and i'll have tiberius skip over to the ukla uh yeah right, he, he can pick it up and bring All it right, back pick it up. <laughs> who's a good fire dog yeah. <laughs> yes you are um, I throw it again to see what happens. He goes and gets it again. Yeah. Tiberi Pres Tiberi presumably. Yeah. 
if if Cameron's okay with that, this could yeah. go on for eternity. Yeah. <laughs> well, an hour, but oh, okay. Hour is, that the, is that the summoning? <laughs> is that the length? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say it shouldn't get like tired. It. It's it's not. Yeah, I dig it. Okay. Um. Yeah, you guys can each, if you want to make me survival checks, you can scavenge resources from the area. Ten for Lucille. Okay. Nine. Okay. Uh, you actually find very little in the way of wolf meat. You find another earring <laughs> that matches one of the ones from earlier. Nice. Random. Very. Um, I will like flavor, like char some of the 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 meat. Okay. Absolutely. Steven, I got a 15 for my survival check. Yeah, you have you That's... you've got enough for a couple of days worth of rations out of the wolves. Gregor Gregor lore. Rolls a 16. Yeah, you guys uh you guys managed to take several days worth of rations out of what you have in front of you. You also find it's not just the wolves. There's also, you know, berry bushes and and stuff like that in the area. Okay. Uh so you see in the distance, you see the giant bookshelf that you're probably supposed to be headed towards and it's getting towards dark. So you can keep proceeding on, or you can camp again. Uh, I feel like camping is probably a good idea. Yeah, that's a smart thing. Just like modern warfare, let's do it. But we might we might want to camp without a fire tonight just to uh, be safe. Yeah, there is still a wolf among us. Okay, so would you rather camp in the woods, like probably deeper in the trees, or would you rather camp on the bookshelf? Who on the bookshelf? Yeah, let's camp on the bookshelf. Okay, so as you guys approach the bookshelf, you see several of the uh, several of the books. You get closer. There's like there's like video game magazines for some reason, and like a couple of game guides from like the N64 era. Um, don't think about it too much. It's probably fine. Uh, but some of them are like leaned over, so they almost make like little natural caves. Alrighty. Uh, make me perception checks as you as you step inside. Alright, Neff rolls an eleven. So. Um, Steven rolls a seven. Five for Lucille. Okay. I rolled an eight. Okay. Uh, so Steven, you notice someone's been here recently. Okay. Um, you think it's probably been a day or two, but there is like a, there was a small fire kind of set like in a little part of the shelf, like the bottom of the shelf isn't really, is more like stone. So it didn't like cause any damage to the books or anything, but there's uh, it looks like someone stayed here for a day or two. Two or three Alrighty. people. But you think it's been several days. Okay. I, re- I relay that information to the group. Okay, so let's move you guys. So yeah, you're essentially, I'm assuming Tiberius leaves after an hour. Yeah, after an hour, he just kind of, like, walks off towards the sunset. Ooh, I dig it. Okay. And kind of he fades. Is the sunset. Yeah. He sort of is the sunset. Accurate. Uh, he yeah, awesome. he just kind of blends in and fades away. That's cool. All right, so you guys... I'm, I'm a little confused because I wanted to play some more fetch. You, you throw it. <laughs> It doesn't come back. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> to go get it now. Oh. <laughs> I fly out and get rabbit. It's like, not nearly as much fun. Uh, okay, as it gets dark, so we'll get you another one. Okay, so are you guys all taking watches, or is basically Neff taking a quick power nap and then taking watch? You know how I'll we do it. Yeah, okay. oh, I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna sleep. That's what I'm gonna do. Okay. okay um, whoever's making taking a watch, roll me perception. So Neff, are you taking a watch? No. Uh... 16 for me. I'll take the first watch. If there is multiple, I don't know. I'll There's take probably two, two or three is probably fine. I'll take I'll take the second and third. All right. That works. Yeah, because you need a short rest. Yeah. So right. Neff gets a 16 and a 7. I don't know if you need it for each one, but he definitely rolled a 16 first. We'll, we'll take the 16. So you both have 16s. Uh, you notice 
that the soldiers make camp not too far away from you. Kind of keeping themselves. You do hear noises in the night. There are definitely more... You think there's more wolves in the area? You also hear... You see, actually, so, let's say... Chris, let's say you kind of... You peek out the edge of the bookshelf. You see off in the distance the terrain kind of changes. and Because you can fly up a little higher and still be within sort of the little natural cave. You see off in the distance, the terrain changes. It gets a little more mountainous. There's no more trees. There's no more water. You see a cloud of dust kind of rolling up from a particular part of that area. Ooh. Continuously. It doesn't move much. It just kind of continually streams up. It looks like it's roughly the same color as the ground. It doesn't... Okay. And it's not like... It's not swirling. Like, it's not a dust storm. It's not a... It just kind of a continuous. So, like, if you've ever seen like a car go or like a truck go off roading, yeah, and as you spin out, like it kicks dust up like that. It's almost like that. Like something quickly is... moving toward us, though. Uh, no, it never gets any closer. Oh, okay. It seems, and it doesn't seem to be. Just line up. It doesn't seem to be moving across the desert so much as it is like something's kicking something up. Hmm. And this is during the first watch. Uh, yes. Uh, it it ends by the time you start taking watch. Is it getting... It ends? Yeah, like, the dust slowly kind of fades away. No more kind of comes up into the air. Did it get closer, or did it, it look like it just moved? It just looks like, like it stopped. Well. Okay. Whatever, whatever was kicking the dust up looks like it stopped. But this dust when, is, like, what, 20 or 30 feet was, into the air. When it was moving, was it moving, like, a certain way, or was it just getting bigger? Like, it was... It was just kind of floating around in the same area. It never really got closer to you or further away. Okay. Uh, okay. I have a question. Yes. While I'm sleeping as a dragonborn, does smoke billow out of my nostrils when I snore? Do you? Yes. Sure. Okay. Sure. Just, just to create an ambiance. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I dig it. I dig it. <laughs> like a light bronzish with a tint of orange. Just. Just kind of billows out a little bit. Yeah, I dig it. I dig Chris it. Doesn't, Chris doesn't even have to wake me up. I get woken up by one of the smoke rings in my face. <laughs> yeah. Stop I'm snoring. For my watch. Someone gives you Vicks vapor rub. <laughs> Soft kitty, warm kitty. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you guys wake up the next morning. You eat breakfast. Wolf, wolf meat. Yes. And eggs, probably. I don't know. And you think the direction you're supposed to be going... So, uh, assuming, you know, Chris, you, if you say anything about the, the smoke, you think that's... Or the dust, that's probably the direction you're supposed to be going. Yeah, I mentioned it. Like, I mentioned it between <clears throat> watches to whoever's taking over. It's like, hey. That seems oddly accurate to where you probably need to be. Oh, it's going so fast. So fast. All right, well, let's head that way, then. It's almost like it's gotta go fast. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, so you guys get kind of to the edge of the forest. Into a very sort of like hilly, rocky area. Like where the ground is just kind of brownish red dirt. There's huge rocks. Uh, you're still sort of near the bookshelf. And you see, as you kind of enter the area, you see three uh, sort of cre three creatures walk out of one of the, the, big, the bigger rocks. It almost looks like it's probably got a cave in it. Uh, you know them to be Hanfear. It's sort of like uh, your version of dwarves. Oi. Alrighty. What you doing here? I'll, I'll walk up and I'll speak to him in dwarvish. Okay. Um, and tell him about awesome. our quest to defeat. Uh -huh. 
interesting. You come in search of the big green thing, right? With the spikes? Yes, the Quilladig. That's what they're calling it then. Huh. It's not from our plane, is it? Does not seem that way. Mm -hmm. oh, from what we've heard, it's extremely large. You're welcome to pass through. We've seen it. Kicks up a big storm. Dust clouds. Be careful. I saw that last night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I whispered to him. <laughs> so did our scouts. I seen it. I done seen the thing. <laughs> Excellent parrot noise. Um, yes, yeah, so he kind of points you north, and you see the digging. The dig, like that's, you see actually, like, you see dirt flying up out of the ground. And sort of making that similar dust cloud, but you can see big chunks of rock actually flying up. Hmm. Uh, and it looks like it's probably a good 20 minute walk from where you are. I guess we can start heading that way. Should we, should we ready our weapons just in case? Uh, they'll head back inside the cave. You need a place to stay when you're done. Come back. Alrighty. That's good to know. Uh, so, okay, I'll let you guys proceed on. I'll put you here-ish. Wait, let me... Okay. Not suspicious arrow at all. <laughs> yeah, let me, let me back <laughs> this you guys audio up a medium. little bit. <laughs> let me hide that from you guys real quick. Let me make, make, make sure you guys can't see anything you're not supposed to. What? I mean, um... Uh... Steven, you still there? Um, I'm still here, yeah. Roll because you're out of roll twenty. Yeah, I think I just lost connection oh. on roll twenty. Oh good. It happens. Roll twenty finicky sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I did, like as you said that it told me that um I have lost connection. Okay, so you guys keep proceeding forward and you see as you get closer, there's a big hole. Sort of in the middle of the ground, and you see several smaller holes near it. But as you pass one of them, it's like it looked like you can't see how far down it goes. And the one that is there, you can see the dust coming up out of it, and it looks like something is just continuously digging. I'll, I'll drop a little, like, fireball down there just to uh, see. It goes it for a while. You're thinking probably 70 to 100 feet. Okay. Huh. Not straight down, but down enough that you can see the, the fireball kind of bounce its way down. Um, And as you get closer... The digging stops. And uh, up, it, something peeks its head up over the top of the hole, and you see what you assume is a Quilladick. <laughs> okay, good. That didn't make sense for you. I was hoping someone would Gotta recognize that picture. Gotta catch them all. Quilladick. <laughs> Oddly enough, and this was unintentional, the uh, second in this line is Quilladin. Oh, nice. that was not on purpose. Um, I just like how this one looks. This one looks a little more. Quilladin's just kind of too cute. Punch to, the cute things. To necessarily make sense. Chestnut's not that cute, but that name's copyrighted. I mean, what? Um, Similar, but <laughs> legally, <laughs> legally distinct. Yes. Cameron, um, you're missing all your chances. Oh, no, man. It was right there, and I just missed it. What? And I originally went and looked for a picture of what would essentially have been a not like a legally distinct drawn blue hedgehog, but none of them were any good, so I changed it. Just bring it in the paint and just hey, click just and like uh, Sega. Hey, now, 
Okay, so yeah, it kind of pops its head up and begins kind of pawing at the dirt and kind of making noises at you, like sort of like sort of like a bull. Mm. And you see it flex its shoulders and the spikes kind of move a little bit. Uh, make me. Let's go with nature. Anyone who wants to make me a nature check, make me a nature nature check. All right. I'll go ahead and make one. Why not? My nature is okay. Natural one. Perfect. Oh. All right. Seventeen. Okay. There I we got go. an I got an eighteen. Okay. And uh, Neff got a eleven. Okay. Stephen and Chris have both seen. Your plane has similar creatures. They're very small, but the spikes are sort of like a defense mechanism. They come out. Like, it can launch... The creatures you're familiar with can oh, launch the spikes. The Porcupine. Yes. Oh, okay. This looks similar So they you. can shoot them. Yes. Okay. So could you say that the thing that we're used to would be like a starter that could grow up into this? Like, maybe get bigger. <laughs> maybe add some more armor onto it, change the color a little bit, and yeah, something like, like that. experience it glows and changes and could like change into this thing okay okay there's a theory there um maybe possibly like how we're making visual jokes dance moves and gets right powerful maybe some new <laughs> abilities here and there okay good i dig it i dig it pun intended aha uh-huh. no actually uh. you're welcome uh so go ahead and make me go, you guys go ahead and roll me initiative all righty as it does not I seem, got, I got a six again. Steve you guys got have gotten six. real close to the hole it's digging, and it doesn't seem happy about that. Neff has a twenty. I okay. have a six. I've got a twenty-two. And I rolled uh, Eight. twenty-two for me. Eighteen for Lucille. Okay, so we will go. We're ready for this. One. You guys are ready every for this one. D&D, and every D and D game I've ever played, I, I for some reason always roll terrible initiatives. We need we need to get you a better wisdom modifier. Yeah, I guess so. That's why I give them Dragonborn. They're not very smart. Well, and Paladins aren't that fast, traditionally. Yeah. yeah. Got that clunky armor going on. Yep. Okay, so... Wait, Chris, what did you have? 22. Okay. And I believe Neff has a 20. Yeah, Neff has a 20. And what did you have, Cameron? 18. 18. And then Stephen will be last again. <laughs> oh, Okay. Uh, so, Chris, it is your turn. Are you tied with Jan Quilladig? How far is it? 55? Oh, and, and for the listener's reference, because I, I made vague reference to it and didn't explain it, the image I used for the Quilladig is the Pokemon from, I'm going to say, 6th generation? Um, it's the 6th generation grass starter chestnut. For those curious. Yeah, but the final evolution. Fine, yeah, the, for the final version of, of, of Chespin. Yeah, Chespin. I think that's 6th gen. It's not in Pokemon Go yet. That's what I remember. It's nice to know that even if it was removed from the national decks, hey, no. it still has a home here. Be nice. I'm going to fly I'm... up and just land on top of this rock up here. Okay. Uh, you're about 40 and... feet in the air now. Okay. Well, I probably couldn't make it quite that far then. <laughs> well, you, you, yeah, you can fly up and at the angle at the distance. I think you're fine. 60 feet. Okay. Yeah, you, you should be okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Diagonally or whatever. Um, and I hold my action ready to throw my yik left needed. Okay. Thing's big. I'm not just getting in there. Yeah, come <laughs> on. Just get right in his face, man. I'm sure it'll be fine. Thought about it. Thought about it. <laughs> I, I didn't totally 
max EV, train this in attack and, and defense and HP. I'm trying to develop a, uh, like, he's thinking about how he can get one of those spikes to, for a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Monster Hunter. I mean, or, um, or, or is it? Well, you never know. That wouldn't be a terrible mechanic, actually, if you could work that can in I somehow. Get an insect glaive. <laughs> insect glaive hype. Or if you've played, um, except for my character should be able to fly. <laughs> that's true. Wait, what is the what's the other game called? It's very similar to Monster Hunter. Fantasy Star Online. No, like down to the actual monster hunting. Oh, Dauntless. Yeah, that's it. I played Dauntless for a while. It wasn't bad. Kind of dug it. Uh, okay, so it's actually now the Quillotic's turn. Um, it has taken size of the note of the fact that it can no longer reach you. Because in the ground, you, know, you, you fly and stuff. Um, it moves up a little bit. And it will actually, oh. since it can't physically reach you at least, it will launch a spike at you. Who is you? At, uh, uh, at Chris? Yeah, yeah as, at, at Chris. As Chris is okay. no longer on the ground for it to poke. Now, does 19 hit Chris? A 19 does. Okay, so that'll be a D8 plus 2. 10. 10. And this like... Ten. This pretty good size. It's not one of the huge quills on its, um, like on its shoulders, but one of the quills, like it flexes and the quill flies out at you. Neff. It is Gregalor's turn. He ro- he rolled a nine. That's a no. It will be Cameron's turn. Okay. So time for Lucille. See. I'm trying to decide if I want to summon. I think I am going to summon Tiberius, <clears throat> but okay. let me get into a good place for that. Oh, I can do that from here. So I'm going to summon Tiberius here. Um, the Quilladig needs to make a dexterity saving throw. It passes. Okay. And then I will ha- use my bonus action to have Tiberius um, send a flame seed at it, which is going to be a 18 to hit. That does hit. For eight damage. Okay. When I see Tiberius, can I use my held action because I get excited and won't play fetch? <laughs> Go get the oh crap, I need that. He he obediently retrieves the stick, but does not bring it back to you. Right. Well, I mean like I no well ultimately I wanna use it. I wanna throow my Yikla as an attack. Oh, okay, like, okay. Yeah, if you like, want to go ahead and do that now, yes, that's fine. Okay. Uh, I will move you down below Cameron in the initiative order. And oh. that is a twenty-two. Yes. Eight. Okay. And sorry real quick, can I retcon and have moved on my turn? Yeah, that's fine. I don't think moving Tiberius uses your movement, so you should be fine. Yep. Well, you didn't um, move him. You just put him there. Yeah, summoning him is my action. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And then getting him to attack is the bonus. Is the bonus, yeah. Okay. So I, I can still move. I just want it to be spread out a little bit. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Steven? Alrighty, I'm going to use my javelin, because I'm not getting close to this thing. <laughs> okay. And uh, I have a range of 30 feet. I believe I'm close enough. You're good. Uh, yeah, I'm close enough. So I am rolling, and I rolled a nine. Okay, that's a miss. So I, I'm now down one javelin, <laughs> and and I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna move to just spread things out as well. So I'm gonna go right here. Okay. Okay. Wait. Does Chestnut learn flamethrower? I mean, um, <laughs> no, we're good. We're good. Everybody's fine. All right. It's the it's uh, it's the turn. He will actually take a swipe at Tiberius. Uh, ten. That is a miss. That felt that felt like a miss. Nefri. Fourteen. Fourteen for his roll. That is not enough. Not that misses. It glances off of the Quilladin. Uh, Cameron, Lucille's turn. So I am going to use Scorching Ray, 11, 
and two twenty twos. <laughs> no, yes, yes. And so each, so two hits, so that'll be forty six of damage. Okay, absolutely. Which is thirteen. Okay, yeah, you're good. Okay, and then I will have Tiberius attack as well. Okay, my bonus, which is a twenty three. Okay, yeah, you're good. <laughs> so Tiberius rolls rocks. So then. And also rolls max damage for 10 more points. Okay. Thankfully, Quilladig is not a grass type like it is in the game. Not <laughs> the fire. That would have been a real poor choice on my part. Okay. That was Cameron. It is now Zodic's turn. All right. I'm going to fly straight and lower myself a little bit and kind of hover. Use Brave and... Bird. Use Brave Bird. It's super effective. It's 4x <laughs> effective. And then I'm going to take... I'm going to start... I'm going to Talons. Use my talons. Oh, okay, sure. For flashing. Is that like flurry um, of blows? Well, not yet. Oh, okay. So it's my main attack, my attack first, and then I can use flurry of blows. Oh, right, right. Afterwards, yes. Yeah, and that is a modified twenty. Okay, yeah, you're hit for six on that one, six. and then I will use flurry of blows. Okay. Thirteen. No. And a sixteen. Yes. Awesome. So then um, that will trigger open hand technique. Okay. We'll have it uh, must succeed uh, deck saving throw. Okay. S six. Fails. So it, it, goes, it gets knocked prone. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then the damage is uh, max damage at seven. So. Okay. <laughs> That's hurtful. I just fly uh, at it and hit it. <laughs> you booped it. The, the booped guy in the it. back of the uh, the the guard there right now. Very hurtful. Still very hurtful. <laughs> okay. Uh, boop. Is it his turn now? No, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So since it is knocked prone, if I were to run up to it, would I have advantage on my attack? You would. All right. So I'm gonna run up to it, and I'm gonna. Do my attack with my, I guess my javelin still, since I'm probably still. Although, would I be able to bring my battle axe out since my javelin is a yeah. one at a time kind of thing? Yeah, right, so I'll use my battle axe since, since I'm running up to him. I'll use my battle axe. It's still. So, my first one is a six. My second one is a seven. Not much better. <laughs> but still an improvement. Hey, yeah. that's not yeah. nothing. We're getting there. It's the thought that counts. Yes. All right. Okay, uh, so those are, those are both misses, unfortunately. Yep. Uh, and it will I'm be. I'm glad the... I had it. I'm glad I had advantage because my first one was a one. Oh yeah, that was <laughs> that was rough. Okay, so it's the Quilix turn, and it kind of, it's taken note of the fact that there's a lot of you now, and that seems not great for for him. Uh, for it, it will now, in kind of one motion, it rolls up into a ball and launches two of the spikes off of its back. So Chris, I'm gonna say a. 13 versus Zodic's AC. Okay. Um, misses. And it actually stays rolled up in the little ball. So it is now. Its AC is probably stronger. Just saying. I don't know what you mean by that comment. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, as, as judged. Like a portal. By the, by the dog bouncing. Uh, by who? Words. By the dog barking sound. It's Neff's turn. It announces Neff's entry. We should, we should have done an animal companion for Neff. <laughs> So, he said he's going to attack with his bow again. He's the, just going to stay far away. He gets a 22. Hey, that's woo. enough. Finally. And he deals four damage. Oh, great. Good job, <laughs> Okay. Hey, look, you hit. That's what matters. That's really yeah, I, I've missed every time. 
one time right up next to him. <laughs> uh, Lucille. Okay. Um, well, it worked well last time, so I'm going to use my second second level spell and Scorching okay. Ray this again. Go for it. A 16 and two 18s. No, yes, yes. Much like last Ooh. time. So that will be 46 again. Nine points of damage. Oh, I was hoping for four. Okay. Um, and then I'll have Tiberius attack as well. Okay. For 14? No. Okay. Then I am done. Chris? I will swoop down and punch it. Punch it. Punch it. <laughs> punch it real good. Punch, punch it, good. it Punch it louder. And that's a 13. That's a no. A little All bit right. louder now. <laughs> a little bit louder now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm a little just okay. Co- copyrighted. Um, what, Stephen? <laughs> do I still have advantage or or you do? Or no. All right, so I'm gonna attack. Also, actually, yeah, Chris, again. you should have advantage too if you're up next to it. Oh, okay. That's my bad. And actually, Tiberius should as well. I forgot about that. So uh, that's a 19. Okay, that does hit. All right, good. I don't like my last roll anyway. So, so 14 for Tiberius. <laughs> that's still enough for Tiberius. Okay. And that is four damage. Okay. Uh, so, Steven, show me them rolls. Oh, no. All right, so I got an 8 and a 22. There you I go. That 22 will hit. All righty, so I do a D8 plus 5. He takes 6 damage. Okay. We're doing well over here. <laughs> hey, you're, you're making your way. You're, you're getting there. Uh, okay, so that was Steven. It's not a cool Edict's turn. Uh, it's very confused. This is very not cool. Uh, uh, Chris, we're going to try and hit you. I'm going to regret this. Actually, I'm not, I'm not going to try and hit you with dark because I know what's going to happen. <laughs> but with the Quilladin, no, no, it wouldn't. <laughs> All right, let's let's see if I hit him. That's an eight. No. So that that is a miss. Neff. Oh, and it rolls into a ball again. Me. You. Are you staying where you are? I do puns and spite. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to stay where I'm at right now. I'm going to keep shooting my shot. 18. Hey. That'll be a yes. An unnatural 18. D8 plus 3. Plus 3, baby. Alrighty, our, our boy Gregor, uh, what's your name? Gregor Gregor. He, get, he <laughs> gets a 4. 4 for damage. <laughs> 4 for damage, that's how I do. I just do 4 damage. That's all I'm good for. Ping. Good Ping. for Neff's name spelled with 4 G's. The exact number you would think it would be spelled with. Oh, yeah, just four, like four hit points for four G for everyone for every G. That's right. That's so a... maybe if we throw some more G's in there, we'll get more mm-hmm. damage. You get better cell reception. You get better cell reception. Okay, let's do that. Was Neff Cameron? Um, considering. I think my other like good damage spell is AOE, so I think I'm gonna just firebolt it. Okay. Um, Throw that fireball. Nice. And I roll a seven. No. It's gonna be. A... And so I'll have Tiberius attack. Okay. For fourteen. No. That is also a no, Chris. Uh, but Tiberius I... would have advantage. Well, okay. Because they are flanking. Eighteen. Yes, that does hit. Nine points of damage. Okay. Now, Chris. I don't like it when he's rolled up, so I'm going to fly down and pick up my Yikla. Okay. And hold my action for him to unroll. Okay. I dig it. Uh, but, 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 Steven. 
Alrighty, so I roll a 17 and a 10. Neither of those hit. Oh, yay. Uh, It is his turn. He unrolls, so Chris, your action goes off. Ooh, 20. Yes. Modified. Eight points of damage. Okay. Um, Okay, so as you you pull out your Ikula and just kind of jab down at him, he looked like he was going to reach out and strike one of you, but instead he rolls up and starts to try and dig down. And he will spend his whole turn digging. Uh, But he only makes it like 20 feet. So he is in the ground under you. But still within sight. Uh, He actually still is a little bit... He's like very much at the edge. Okay, so he's like digging... digging, digging You probably can't see him. From where you are. Alright. And he just kind of starts digging. It is actually your turn, Neff. Alright. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to run right towards that hole. Coming at full speed. Wait, what's your range? Is your range 60? 35. Oh, 35? Oh. Uh, Wood Elf, I believe. Gets him an extra five feet. Gotcha. Hmm. Um, Is he able to attack? Yeah, he can can see him. Alright, so you're going to attack him with your bow? Yeah, that's the only way to reach him, right? He's with my bow? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, I'm going to then. All right, he rolls an 11. No. Oh, come on. I'm right there. <laughs> so are the rest of us. Darn, darn this cool world. Uh, okay, so that was Neff Cameron. It's your turn. You can no longer oh, really see the creature. So I have 30 feet. I, I'm going to move up next to Tiberius. Okay. So can I see down the hole now? Yeah. There's some dust kicking up, but you can still see the creature. Chris. Would you be up for going in the hole? Sure. I mean, I'm just going to... Yeah, I can fly. <laughs> just fly down. So, uh, it's still peeking out, right? Yeah, barely. It's sticking out over the top a little bit. Okay. So, you can rule this however you want. So, I have a, I have an ability for Tiberius called Fiery Teleportation. Okay. This, each willing creature of my choice within five feet teleport up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space. Okay. So, would like the hole be occupied? Uh, yes, by it, I guess, yeah. Because yes, he's digging down. Okay. So in that case, I will just firebolt it. Yeah, if you do want to teleport him, he would still have to make the dex save. Yeah, I would just have to... If, that, if the space is occupied, basically all I could do would be to teleport to, like, the other side of him. Okay, sure. And so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna worry about that. Okay. Uh, what were you gonna do instead? Firebolt. Go for it. Which is a 22 to hit. Absolutely. Let me find the right die. There we go. For five damage. Okay. And then I will have Tiberius attack. Okay. With his range. For 20, 30 yeah. feet. Yeah, you're good. Um, and that's going to be seven points. Okay. Uh, so you see that the Quilla did kind of curl up in a ball and just kind of stop moving. It is no longer digging down. You can, uh, yes, you may proceed. Yep. You are out of combat. Uh, and as you guys are... Is it dead or... <laughs> it's unconscious. Okay. Continuing with our Pokemon theme, it fainted. Fainted? <laughs> Things don't die. <laughs> we, may as, we may as well be consistent here. So yeah, it's just kind of down in the hole. And behind you, the four soldiers walk up. But behind them, you see a fifth familiar face. Uh, it's Lord Grant. Is it, is it another Quilladig? Yes. <laughs> it's a Quilladig. They move in pairs. Lord, Lord Grant 
Quilladig the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shapeshifter. I find I find a <laughs> spherical the most spherical rock I could find. Okay. And I throw it down the hole. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Just to be rude to it. I asked the I asked uh, Lord Grant what he's doing here. Well, unfortunately, it does not open and does not. Oh, oh, I, I missed that <laughs> reference. I feel bad. Yes, it does. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm really disappointed. <laughs> we're going to have to change systems. There is a system for that. Uh, he, he looks at you. Well, I am impressed. The four of you do excellent. Five of you. Interesting. Do excellent work. Uh, Thank you, me, Lord. I'll have Tiberius like go and run over there and like kind of like jump around. Oh, oh, um, most interesting. I, uh, I wanna, I wanna roll insight. Okay. Onto how he's saying that to get like an idea, I guess on. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Do you expect us to die? Like... <laughs> no, okay, yeah. Anyone who wants to roll insight, go for it. <laughs> I rolled a one. There so, you go. Twenty-four. Oh. Okay, uh, you're uh, Stephen. You you can't. The man is just no expression. Um, I have face blindness. Yeah, you you see nothing. Um, <laughs> let's go with yeah, Cameron. Uh, you're fairly confident. He is actually kind of impressed. Not that he didn't ex- expect you to succeed necessarily, but you did. You did well. You maybe like exceeded his expectations. Uh, he kind of makes a motion, and a horse pulls up a cart uh, with a chest in the back. This is yours. Uh, you may keep the horse, I suppose. You have, seem to have plenty of them, but why not? Um, and if you open it, any of you are free to open the chest. There are four more potions of healing and 300 gold. Ooh. Oh, nice. You know, I don't think any of us took any damage during this. I hit Chris once, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Uh, that's <laughs> Tiberius. That was previous Tiberius, not current Tiberius. Yes. Let's get uh, let's get Chris. Uh, <laughs> let's go first guy the potions then. This is Tiberius twenty ninety nine. Or six one six. Excuse me, six one six Tiberius. Um, I sneak up behind the guy told to take notes. Okay. Is he taking notes? He is. Uh, he's what mostly taking notes say? about the creature. He's drawing what? the creature. Okay, I want to sneak up behind him and just watch him write. Okay. See what he's writing. He writes for several minutes without noticing you. <laughs> um, he's very and intent. And then I walk in his ear. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and he rewrites, Aarakocra are very rude and underlines it. <laughs> and then just kind of looks over his shoulder at you. Hmm. I hand him I hand him the I hand him one of the earrings <laughs> and walk away. I, nice. Wait, do you hand him one of the matching pair or the non-matching earring? The non-matching. Okay, area. you're gonna keep the matching set. Good. Okay, I. Lucille will walk up to this guy as well, Thank um, and kind of just like lines, and she'll like put her hand over one of the pages and burn like, like what her to- like druidic totem is, which is like scales with fire on both sides. Okay. Not enough to like obscure the drawing, but just enough to be like, I was here. Okay. And then Greg Gregor grows up to to the guy. <laughs> snatches, snatches the book, takes the quill or whatever he was using to write, sure, and writes in Gregalor was here. But Slightly under, yes, with a few w- extra Ds. W U Z H H E R R E. And there's two the Z's. Just looks back and just shakes his head. There's two Z's in Gregalor as well. 
They're silent. They're, <laughs> they're between, silent. They're in front of the G's. They're my secret weapon. They're uh, don't think don't think about the spelling too much. Um, it's going to become a just a mess at some point. Um, the 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 knight looks very confused by all of this. Takes back the notebook. Looks confused. Flips several pages over to a new blank slot and starts writing again. Notes about the creature and, and about the environment and how none of you seem particularly polite. But you are useful and you seem talented, so that's not nothing. He's somewhat complimentary at the same time. And you, you sense there's a good, like, there's probably a playwright in there somewhere. He seems kind of just, like, very uh, descriptive. I'm just trying to make friends. <laughs> this, is, this is the only way I know. I was invented as a baby. <laughs> Pretty much. Found by Muriel and her husband. Useless bags. They're lovely. It's in my description. They're they're a lovely couple. They are. One's bald. He is. He is real bald. Okay, so uh, Lord Grint looks the the four of you over and kind of watches you. He's like, most interesting. As our plane has uh, provided a new source of interesting opportunities, I suppose there is more work if you're interested. In in the future, of course. Uh, yeah, I'm never mad at gold. Yeah. And uh, Stephen, the uh, the gold is a little below your expected standard, but a little above what you're used to getting. Like, because okay. you said you wanted good gold. So if, yeah, like, yeah, if yeah. you were shooting for an eight, but you usually get like a four and a half, this is like a solid seven. Okay. Yeah. All right. The quality is good. above average, but not amazing. So it's gotcha. okay gold. Yes, it's okay gold. Okay. Seven out of ten would gold again. <laughs> It's a, it's, right. it's okay gold, but it's not AU gold. No. no. That was good, Neff. That took me a second, but that was good. I, you I'm appreciate a scientist. <laughs> I'm, so much of a, I'm somewhat of a scientist myself. I do, I do enjoy a good table of elements reference, which is not something we have all that often. You're like, like AH. I don't know. Ah! Oh, the okay. It's the element of surprise. Oh, no. <laughs> now, I was definitely surprised. Okay, um, so we're going to stop there for the night. Um, <laughs> you guys are a little richer, have some more health potions, and found a new interesting creature. Uh, and That's now, awesome. if you will, Chris or Cameron, Chris and Cameron, if you would like, uh, tell our fine listeners who are unfamiliar, if they are with your podcast, about First Geek 411. Um, I'll go, and I guess Chris can jump in if he would like to. So First Geek 411 is a podcast that we started about three years ago now. Um, kind of with the idea of it just being us sitting down to talk about geeky things. Um, at the time, um, a lot of Christian like podcasty content tended to either be like sermons or stuff um, that was like, like I, I don't know the best way to say it. Um, like devotional. It, yeah, devotional. That's a good way to say it, which like is great. There's nothing sure. wrong with that. Some of my favorite podcasts are those. Um, but we wanted just a place to kind of hang out and chat about the the geeky news that we were excited about um and so that's our podcast is very eclectic um because we have pretty eclectic interests so we look at like video games movies um anime um tech board games we do a top three every week um and we kind of just hang out and chat and you guys regularly talk about magic which makes me happy so yeah, that's, that's never a bad thing we have a board game segment which tends to either be dungeons and dragons or magic okay um, not necessarily intentionally, but that's kind of just how it ends up. Fair enough. 
Yeah, we really kind of started it because we are friends from college, but then I moved back to Montana and it was really a good excuse and a good reason for us to force ourselves to talk once a week. Um, sure, I get that. And we also really wanted to talk after after we attended our first convention together, which was PAX East in, in 2016. I say as I'm wearing a PAX hat. 2015? I thought that's oh, what that was. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's Boston, right? Yeah. Yes. Very nice. Very nice. Okay, so yeah, definitely go check them out. Links in the description for this episode. And uh, Stephen and or Neff, tell me about the Nerd of Godcast. Awesome. The Nerd of Godcast, uh, as we always say, is the place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find a sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Uh, we're just a group of friends that are all into nerdy things, and we all love Jesus. And we get together, we talk about those things, and we like to see how our, our nerd life can uh, be reflected in the timeless truth of the Bible and how the Bible can also help influence uh, the nerd culture. We see uh, nerds and geeks and gamers as an unreached people group, and we want to be on the forefront of being able to, to reach those people. Um, reach out and touch faith yeah uh so we've been doing the the podcast uh for about a little bit over four years now well we've just reached over 100 episodes and uh we're gonna hopefully do many many more but we're uh we have a new streamlined format yeah we have a new streamlined format which we'll be doing now weekly for those of you who haven't listened to us we usually used to do bi-weekly every other week and now we do it every single week a little bit of no longer are we going to do two and a half hour long episodes I do miss those, but I get the change. I, I I prefer my podcast to be about an hour and a half long. Uh, but, I mean, if we're going to be doing it every week, we can't be spending uh, that much time in the studio. Fair enough. So. Absolutely. Episode 100 had that sweet, sweet uh, L7 intro, which I did enjoy so much. Yeah, L7 Mike, is a good guy. Micah does uh, occasionally drop a few bars here and there. Uh, so yep. go check out the Nerd of God chest. Nerd, nerd uh, words. Go check out the Nerd of Godcast. Go check out the guys over at First Geek 411 and uh, check us out. Oh, guys, um, social media links for your podcasts. Where you be on the uh, internet? Yes, for uh, the Nerd of Godcast, we are at Nerd of Godcast on all the other social media platforms. And we also have a website. It's uh, nerdofgodcast.com. And we have a thing called the Nerd of God Squad on Facebook. Yes. So if you're on Facebook, look up the uh, Nerd of God Squad. Uh, it's like basically, it's just where we share memes. And have a good time, uh, oh, clean, clean. but it's all clean, family-friendly, uh, nerdy memes. So, so many, many memes. <laughs> many, all many. Memes. It's basically it started off as a forum, and now it's just a, a you know a meme, a meme drop. Yeah, it's just a meme factory, yeah. Uh, and yeah. where can we find First Geek Four Eleven on on the internet? We are One Geek Four One One on Facebook. We also have a PlayStation community, and we are also on Twitter. And our website is OneGeek411.com. You can find them wherever podcasts are consumed, to quote Tony. So go check them out. You can find us at or at Game on Twitter. Uh, we appreciate you, guys, appreciate you guys listening. Have a blessed day. Thanks for listening to City on the Hill Gaming. For more information, you can find us online at cityonthehillgaming.com, email us at cityonthehillgaming at gmail.com, or find us on Twitter at cityonthehillgaming. For more information on saving the game, you can find Peter, Grant, and Jenny at stgcast.org or at Saving the Game on Twitter. Thanks, and have a blessed day. Some Ooh, I do best. have a question before, though. Okay, go for it. Um, I do not see Neff's character on the Roll20 as of right now. Okay, so he... Yeah.
on the map, he should have the the thing that says Greg's Ranger. Yeah. That that is Neff's oh. character. Oh, Greg! Go Greg! Greg. Ah. <laughs> that, that that's exactly why I did that. No, I just I was waiting for a character name, and I remembered her calling him that, and I think it's funny. So, all right, Neff, what would you like your Ranger's name to be? Uh, well, I guess it's Greg's Ranger. Let's do Gregalore. Oh, oh, deep. Okay, okay, wait. Oh yeah, it means uh, Greg of the Lord of the Lord. Of the okay, I, I dig it. So are we are we comfortable with this? Perfect. Oh, it's amazing. Dig it. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. two G's. And two G's. In the middle. Oh. oh. Yes. Oh. Deep cut. Deep Beginning cut. and the middle. I need I need four G's in total. There we go. <laughs> Just got yeah. it. Greg, <laughs> But two of the G's are silent. We'll let you decide which one is which. That's the way God intended.